0: Yeah. you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPulcito, and the Celtics come out and destroy the Sacramento Kings. One of the best wins that we've seen in a very long time. Uh, this there was never any doubt in this game. Celtics came out dominated, and this one. call podcast finish. Go through the normal breakdown. Run, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and to get things started off here, got to give player of the game to Derek White. This was a really, really solid game for him. Honestly, thought he was going for a triple double. 20 points on this one, 7 rebounds, 3 of which were offensive, 10 assists, 2 blocks, 6 of 11 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3, got to the free throw line, 3 4. This was as good games game as we've seen from Derek White in a long time. And it's saying a lot. Quite one of our players on this post-star break has been on, on a ridiculous. And not just he was doing everything, all of the little things. had won this game, and as soon as he turned the ball over, sprinted down the court, ends up getting the steal on Harrison Barnes. So actually, I guess it was a block on Harrison Barnes that he ended up getting back in transition. Got an assist right off that same play. So Derek White even when he made a mistake, made up for it uh, with the steal on the other end. This was a really, really solid performance from him. Uh, And it's just great to see. You know, I I tweeted about it, even in this game, when the, the Sacramento Kings made a little bit of run in that fourth quarter, we went six minutes without seeing any Derek White. And I tweeted about it, a little upset, questioning why. Uh, He hadn't checked in the game considering he was our best player in this game throughout most of it. Jason Tatum obviously went off, did his, he got his points. We'll talk about him in a little bit as well. Derek White was, in my opinion, the best player in this game. And to have him sit the first six minutes of that fourth quarter, a little head scratching. And it's not the first time it's happened. Jim Zula has done it before. I don't agree with it, but that's where we stand. So at this point, he finally checked back in, and that's when the Celtics really went on a run and pushed this what was a twelve point lead all the way back up to you know twenty plus. You know we ended up winning this one by twenty three. So uh, really solid overall game from him, but he had some help. This was one of the more well balanced attacks that we've had in a long time. Jason Tatum thirty six points, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals. Uh, overall, solid shooting night as well. 14 to 25. I will say he still took a lot of poor three-point attempts. He, for whatever reason, could not connect on his free throws. So only 6 of 11. He is one of the better free throw shooting players on the team. Uh, it did not translate today. You know, Jason Tatum, the shot from deep, still struggling. But if you take out... His poor three-point shooting percentage. Uh, he was 12 of 18 in this one from two. Uh, so, again, shot selection overall better, right? This isn't a game where Jason Tatum went out took 14 threes because we've seen those, right? Two of seven. Still would like that number down. Still would like him to hit more than two of seven. But overall, Jason Tatum was aggressive in this one. He was getting downhill. He was getting to the rim. Uh, and he was getting to the free throw line he wasn't hitting the free throws but when you get downhill you create you create opportunities for others you have to respect it a little bit more you can't really venture a three-point line and you saw it reflected today a lot of guys got a lot of open shots because guys had to kind of settle in a little bit uh, whenever Tatum touched the ball Jalen Brown continues a torrid stretch of basketball just Scorching the earth, 27 points, five rebounds, four assists, one turnover, uh, a plus 20 on the night, 10 of 16 from the field, right? 10 of 16 from the field, four of seven from three, hit his three free throws. This was another unbelievable performance from him. And this is just, this is a long stretch of basketball that Jalen Brown has just been outstanding. Uh, so you've got those three Al Horford, solid night, 11 points, five rebounds, a steal, uh, plus 25 overall in his 27 minutes, he led the 10 plus minus on this one had a couple of big shots down the stretch. Yeah. I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a constant at this point. Al Horford's just going to go out and hit threes when they're needed most. Uh, This wasn't a game where he went out and started particularly hot. Only had five points at halftime. Uh, Wasn't really looking for a lot of opportunities, but second half came around, had a three from JB, a three from white. Looked good. Looked good in that third quarter. Um, Same with Marcus Smart. You know, this is, this is a game where I think he came out. He took way too many ill-advised shots, Uh, but overall, I think he settled into a little bit more of a facilitating role. Seventeen points in this one, two rebounds, seven assists, two steals. So defensively solid. Uh, I think he. I thought he did a really good job defending uh, De'Aaron Fox on this one. Held him to only eighteen points. And honestly, De'Aaron Fox didn't really come out here and attempt much either. I thought Marcus Smart had a huge say in that as well. Uh, overall, you'll look at the stat line for him. 17 points, 7 assists. The shooting is the the part that kind of pisses me off a little bit. 6 of 15 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3. And this is why it's frustrating. I've talked about it a lot in this podcast. When you take Marcus Smart off the ball and give the ball to Jason Tatum, give the ball to Derek White, especially in games where you do start Derek White, Marcus Smart tends to take a backseat, move over more into a, a spot-up shooting role. And while we saw a ton of assists from Derek White in this one, and we still saw a, a high number from Marcus Smart, whenever Marcus Smart gets moved off ball, he becomes a spot up shooter because that's the role that he thinks he needs to play. Three of nine from three, which, again, overall 33%, it's not terrible uh, for him, but it's below league average. It's not what you want, right? This isn't something he should be going out and taking nine three pointers. Behind Derek White, who was 5 of 10, he had the second most threes. He had more threes than Jason Tatum, more threes than Jalen Brown. You never want to see that be the case. So again, shot selection for him I still think was not good in this one. But overall, I think he kind of figured out the facilitating role a little bit more. We saw a little bit more of a balanced attack from him in this one than we have in games past, which I like to see. Um, you know, outside of the starters who I thought played really, really well in this one, we did have a, a pretty small playoff like rotation. Uh, we saw Robert Williams play 21 grant play 22 Brogdon play 22 out of those three. You know, I would say Robert Williams played really solid minutes, six points, seven rebounds, two of which were offensive, had a block plus seven while he was out there in those minutes. Robert Williams was doing a lot of really good things early. A lot of good things early. Uh, it kind of leveled out. I thought the the first half for him was significantly better than the second. He is on a minutes restriction. Maybe that's the reason why. Uh, but overall, great to have him back. I thought it was a huge boost of energy whenever he was out there. And that first half, uh, again, particularly you know good minutes for Robert Williams there as well. And then same thing with Grant Williams. Grant Williams, we've talked about him a lot, right, over the last couple weeks. He went on a a really terrible stretch, and then he went on a stretch where he wasn't seeing minutes at all. And then he had that monster game and ended that game with missing a, a contested layup at the rim, right, to potentially win. He ended tonight six points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals, but he was playing a role. You want to talk about Grant Williams finding a role, filling a role. This was him in a nutshell today. He didn't go out there forcing a bunch of shots. He didn't try to take a bunch of you know step-back threes. He didn't try to put the ball on the floor that much. His three baskets tonight came from you know, hard-nosed basketball. Offensive rebound and a putback on a Tatum missed free throw. Offensive rebound, put back on Brogdon transition miss. He had that diving rebound, timeout call, late in the fourth. Like, Grant Williams went out there, hustle plays left and right. He went out there, he found a role that needed to be filled, and he filled it. This is the Grant Williams that the Celtics need. This is another, you know, good game for him. And I think it's very much needed, just from a confidence standpoint, to see a couple shots fall, but to see hustle that really made a difference like he hit some of these shots he didn't dance he didn't point to anybody he didn't do a little grant shimmy he just got back on defense played hard. that's what you want to see from Grant Williams overall this was a this was a really good win against a very quality Sacramento Kings team you know they're 43 and 29 this season one of the best teams in the NBA, one of the best teams in the Western Conference. They currently have the number 1 offensive rating in the entire NBA. Celtics held them to 109, significantly below their season average. And honestly, you know, you look at the the way that they held the scoring down. We outscored them 30 to 22 in the second, 40 to 31 in the third, 32 to 24 in the fourth. We did get outscored 32 30 in the first. Uh, but if you look at that, the Celtics offensively scored 30 plus in three of the four quarters, actually, in all four quarters, technically. And then the third quarter, we scored 40, right? So offensively, Celtics were off the charts, scoring 132 points. This isn't a good defensive team in Sacramento, but offensively, they're pretty good. We held them to 109. I'll take that, absolutely. All right, the fact that the fact that the Sacramento Kings' strength is playing with pace, and that's also the strength of the Celtics. It was fun to head to head against a team like that and come out on top. All right, the Celtics, one hundred and thirty-two points, eighteen of forty-four from three, 40%, 40 percent, forty point nine percent. 32 assists on 49 makes, right? All huge things. Got to the free throw line 23 times, did not hit at the same percentage that we would like to see, only 69%. Again, a lot of that has to do with Jason Tatum missing, five of his 11. Uh, But overall, this is a a really good rebounding team in Sacramento. We out-rebounded them 43-42. We had 33 assists to their 25 the big number in this is the fact the celtics only turned the ball over 6 times 6 times and honestly we gave up we had two turnovers after the third quarter so we had four of those six turnovers in that fourth quarter not a good sign but in the grand scheme of things even four over the course of you know four quarters only 16 turnovers which is right around what we've seen the last couple of games. So, the fact that this is where the Celtics come out, it's impressive. And what's just as impressive is the fact that we turned the ball over. We forced turnovers from the Kings a lot tonight nine steals in this one. So, they had 14 turnovers. The Kings, none of them were steals. So, a lot of them live ball turnovers. We had 21 points off of those turnovers. This is the Celtics playing really strong defense. Again, start to finish. A lot of this stemmed from Marcus Smart up front, really bullying De'Aaron Fox, but it also led to other guys. Al Horford defended Sabonis pretty well. Time Lord clogged up the lane a bunch. Like, this is a really good defensive game, start to finish as well. You know, points in the paint. They had 38 in this one, wasn't a lot going on there. This is a team that is absolutely to run and gun and hit threes. We held them to just two fast break points the entire game. The pace of this game was very fast. The fact that we held them to just two fast break points, super impressive. Right. This is probably one of the Celtics' most complete wins that we've seen in a long time. And boy, does that feel good, right? Celtics four and two on the road stretch right now. Uh, And in the green, grand scheme of things, obviously those two losses tough, they hurt, right? But in the grand scheme of things, four and two over a six game stretch is pretty nice, right? So at this point, again, this game wasn't perfect, but it was pretty damn close to it. I want to dive into some of the negatives here. We'll keep that section super short. I do want to talk about where the Celtics stand right now in the Eastern conference. Uh, Before we dive into some of the negatives though, I want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell hemp farms. Hopewell hemp farms, your only source for the highest quality American grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at hopewellhempfarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. And to make this even sweeter, for all of you massholes out there, DraftKings is officially live in Massachusetts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so I want to dive into some of the negatives here. And again, keep this section short because there really aren't a ton. Uh, The only quarter that really concerned me with the Celtics, and this was the first. Uh, And we got outscored 32 30. It's the only quarter that we got outscored. And a huge part of it was due to the fact the Kings absolutely came out on fire. They were shooting like 80% from the field. They scored 21 points in the first six minutes alone. Right. With that being said, after allowing 21 points in six minutes, we allowed just a in the remaining six, right? Self-adjustment. We stopped letting them get out and transition as much. And we started taking care of the ball. We started rebounding at a much higher level. We got out-rebounded 14-11 in that first quarter. And then it shifted. So we want to talk about Joe Mazzulla and the rotations and not making adjustments. He made an adjustment. He made adjustments in this one. Rotations, again, were they perfect? No. Still would have liked to see more Derek White in that fourth quarter. But at some point, the guy's got to sit. He still went out there. He still played a lot of minutes in this one. You know, Derek White played 38 minutes. He actually led the team in minutes. So take it, take it with a grain of salt, right? Would I have liked to have seen him in the game earlier in the fourth? Sure. All right, at the end of the day, the Celtics have a couple days off, right? We don't play for the next two days. So this is an opportunity for you know Joe Missoula to keep guys out there in a little extended minutes and not really have to worry about being fatigued for the next game. Uh with that being said, there aren't many negatives to take outside of that. Did DeMontas Sabonis go out there and absolutely dominate a lot of this game? Sure. But we held him to same points. Lower than his average, right? Still had 13 rebounds, still had 12 assists, had a nice triple-double, uh, but we held him to 16 points. De'Aaron Fox held them to 18 points. They don't have a single player that scored over 20. right? The Celtics defensively played really well. Played really well. The only thing that I would switch in this game was the fact that we got off to a pretty slow start on the defensive end. Gave up two points in that first quarter. Got out-rebounded, but we turned it around. We made adjustments for quarters two through four. So that's it. It's the only negative taken from today's game. So really, just super impressive win. I do want to talk a little bit about the standings at this point because right now this is a huge win for the Celtics to kind of give a little bit of separation between us and Philly. Philly overtook us talked about it on the last podcast. They were in second place, still technically the same, you know, games behind Milwaukee. Uh, but they played two less games than us. So percentage-wise, they were above us. At this point, we have a full game separation. Both have 23 losses. They lost a game recently. We have two wins above them now. So we've got a full game lead over Philly. And this was a huge win to get us pushed back uh you know right behind the bucks. We're two games behind the bucks still. We've got a big stretch of basketball coming up. Milwaukee Bucks is one of those teams. So if we can continue playing the way that we played tonight, which I know is a stretch, I can't I'm not going to come out here and say that you know we haven't seen this team play really well lately. We've also seen them play really bad. Like, we're five and five in our last 10, even after this beautiful win. Five and five in the last 10. They got to figure out which gear they want to play at consistently and play there. Because right now, this game shows that the Celtics can compete with anybody and play at a really, really high level. Sacramento Kings are third place in the Western Conference. Really solid overall team. The Celtics got to play like they did tonight for the rest of the season. And if they do, I'm pretty confident they can get that one seed, potentially that two seed, stay at the two seed. But either way, you do not want to fall to three. That Milwaukee Bucks game is very important come the end of the season here. Uh, We'll leave it there, though. Again, this was a really, really good win against a really solid team. Celtics right now 9-2. and against the top three teams in each conference, nine and two. So you want to talk about playing up to your competition and playing down to your competition. That's it. The Celtics are playing like a really, really good basketball team against the best teams in the league. We're losing to some of the worst teams in the league, like the magic, probably not going to make the playoffs, right? Don't have to worry about that. Uh, But the Celtics playing really good basketball, against the teams that you're likely going to see down the stretch. Uh, that's it. So we're going to wrap things up for today. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Still doing our giveaway giving away some cbd once we get to 100 ratings and reviews send me a screenshot uh, of your five star review with a with an actual review and uh we'll raffle off some some cbd here have a great night Celtics fans we'll talk soon yeah you could help it i know you felt it green and white white and green Who are we, the Celtics?